everybody. Welcome back to a new edition of Bitch Breathe, to a later edition of Bitch Breathe. I'm afraid I've been so busy with the side hustle. Please refer back to one of my previous episodes on side hustling there <laughs> that I haven't been able to keep up with the podcast as much as I would like to. As some of you know, I have begun working with people who are going through breakups. I also recently completed the book, still trying to make a decision on whom to publish it with. So that is keeping me plenty busy. And tying into that subject today, I thought, huh, the holidays are coming up. Those are a challenge for many of us for many reasons. And they can get particularly sticky when we're going through a breakup. And I don't know what it is about the holidays it can be Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate. But I think there's something about a convergence of energy that just makes us look at our lives or spend too much time with our spouses. <laughs> I wonder if it's that. But in any case, what happens is we, yeah, suddenly find ourselves maybe in a breakup. So I want to walk you through this from a little story here. Picture this. You're getting ready for the holidays. Maybe you're buying gifts. You're having a hot apple cider. If you have them, the kids are super excited. You might be traveling or someone from your family is traveling to see you. You've decorated the house with your Hanukkah candles or your Christmas tree decor, whatever it is. And you've been so busy taking care of everything that you think that matters when your spouse says he or she wants to break up. Or maybe you've realized you want to call it quits, but now the holidays are here. So breaking up is hard no matter what time of the year. Maybe it's because families get together. There's the nostalgia of past Christmas, you know, that past ghost. <laughs> There's the new year around the corner. There's fucking George Michael everywhere starting somewhere in September, it feels like. For me, one of my more traumatic breakups happened between Christmas and New Year's. And I thought to myself, breaking up, well, there's a New Year's resolution I hadn't put on my list there. So the question I want to talk about today is not so much should you break up or where you are in your breakup. There are plenty of episodes about that, so please refer back to those if that is something that you're struggling with right now. I'll get to what I do in my work at the end of the episode, but today I want to talk about how to navigate the holiday season with a pending breakup. And there are so many ways to come at this, but there are two possible scenarios that I would like to focus on today. One is if you are part of a family structure with maybe small children or parents, relatives coming in to celebrate with you, and the other is if all of these things are not in place. This is not an issue. But in either case, I want to invite you to do one thing once you become aware that a breakup is imminent, whether you're doing the leaving or the other person. And this one is probably obvious for some of us, but we still don't do it. And that is take a few deep breaths. However the news of the breakup came to you, whatever the reason for the breakup is, you're going to need a moment in fact, you're going to need lots of them. So why not start by introducing into all this holiday frenzy or hype that people are creating around you or that maybe you also have gotten caught up in. Take a few breaths. Take in what is happening and breathe out 
what won't help you in this particular moment. And that's very much the yoga teacher in me, but I have to tell you hands down, that was one of the most important things that I did for myself when I broke up with my then partner between Christmas and New Year's. And the next thing is that whatever happens next will set the tone for many things and conversations to come. So if emotionally possible, take some time to process. This could be journaling. This could be calling a friend. This could be recording yourself. I like to do voice journals, actually, where I just record myself. Yes, I am talking to myself. <laughs> I just made it sound a whole lot cooler because apparently it's going somewhere. However your self-reflective process looks like, it doesn't matter. Don't have one. Ask around who does. Get some inspiration from podcasts like this one, from books. But take time to process every day, even though there's plenty of madness going on, so that you can have some sanity just for you. You don't have to decide everything that's going to happen next. You do need to decide to take care of yourself. Because the thing is, you will want to make some fast decisions now, whether you're the one who's leaving or the other person. The temptation to do so is huge. You want clarity. Maybe you're super fucking angry about what happened or how the other person is handling the situation. You want to create some facts now. My suggestion is don't. Regardless, even if the relatives are about to materialize on your doorstep, stop for this second and try to figure out your next move. Now I'm saying this like I know what I was doing at the time. I wasn't nearly as sane as I needed to be. I had become aware of some very ugly facts about my then partner, and I lost my shit. All right, and we'll get to what to do with the holiday in a little while with that, but I just wanted to send that ahead that it is not that I did this perfectly, but I learned that it was a good idea once I did start to think about what my next moves were. And because that is so difficult, my personal recommendation here would be call your absolutely best friend. No matter where they live or what time zone they're in, make them talk you through the next hours or days or whatever time period it is that you somehow feel like you need to get through. And you know, with all the sentimentality and the sheer you know, forced joy upon us in the holidays. Can you tell I'm a Grinch? <laughs> because if you can, you absolutely right. Um, but because all of that is going on, it's going to feel like such a stark contrast what you're going through. And it'll be so surreal because breakups, they feel surreal anyway, whether Santa or Hanukkah, whatever is around the corner or not, they always feel surreal, but especially when there's some big global thing going on around us. Talk to your friend and get some help there. And only, only after speaking to this person, decide if you want to go through with the holidays. This is going to be very tempting. Again, there's expectations from the kids, from the family. You've already created the Christmas dinner menu, whatever it is. But make that decision. Do you really want to go through this now? Or can you also take time out and realize this is your holiday too? So do what is right for you in the immediate situation. That's going to be super, super hard. And you may not manage it. In fact, I didn't. I actually went through with it. But whatever you do is good. And there is, of course, the alternative that you just cancel holiday plans. 
that's fine. It's your crisis. You call the shots. And good for you that you are so determined to tidy up as the mess arises. But if that doesn't work out, if you need to keep going as if nothing happened, which is very much what I did at one point because there were kids involved and I didn't want it to get ugly over Christmas, right? The usual sort of balls and chains of the holidays. I can't recommend it, but I've done it. So the only way, however, if this is what you decide to do, that I knew how to do this was to focus on my kids. If you don't have them, but these are relatives that are coming in, then focus on them, focus on the family, dog, whatever it is, focus on the tasks at hand. And what I kept telling myself was, this will all be over in less than 48 hours. I can do this. So if that is what you decide to do, Keep that line open with your best friend and keep that mantra going that this will not go on forever. This too, this holiday with this particular breakup will pass. And of course, because I'm such a (laughs) know-it-all, I do want to send one note ahead on Keeping Up Appearances, which, by the way, is an excellent British sitcom or Britcom if you ever get the chance to watch it. But Keeping Up Appearances is strenuous. And it may well have become a habit, right? If you're breaking up, is that maybe one of the things why? Is because you've been making it all work, keeping it all together, taking care of everybody else? It's hard, right? And it's really physically draining. So ask yourself in this moment, do you really need to uphold some version of your life, of you, of the performances you've given in the past, even when they no longer hold true? Do you really? Do you have that much lifetime to sacrifice towards something that isn't authentic? Of course, this is a highly suggestive question, but it might be interesting to ask yourself that because maybe you've been upholding a version of you and a narrative of your life that didn't ever serve you or served you at one point, but it doesn't now. And maybe it's been a really long time that you stared that particular truth in the face. So these were all the little plans that I either followed or didn't for a family context, right? When there's relatives, when there's small children. But what about those of us who will then be alone, who are truly single, maybe unexpectedly so, for the holidays? Maybe I'll send this ahead because I'm hoping it can be a little consolation. I've spent holidays let's say Christmas, because where I am, people celebrate Christmas, even though year after year, I'm telling them, don't count me in. I don't want to come. I hate Christmas. But anyway, they celebrate Christmas here. So I've spent holidays alone. And I have to tell you, it was totally fine because I got to do whatever the fuck I wanted to. I didn't need to wrap presents. I didn't need to put on a good face, even though I really wasn't in the mood because I was either exhausted or fighting with my spouse or the kids were getting on my nerves. Whatever it was, it was my holiday. And it felt so liberating. I didn't feel sorry for myself that I was alone. I felt really good that I didn't have to perform. But maybe that's not you. Just wanted to send that ahead because it was a really self-loving experience, to be honest. So if that's your jive, go for it. But what if it isn't? If it isn't, then it's time to pick up the phone once more, 10 more times, and figure out what is everybody else doing for the holidays. Because if you're freshly single, or your impending singlehood is upon you, then maybe being alone that very first holiday, in fact, I'm pretty sure, is a really bad idea. Not because you shouldn't take time to grieve, not because you shouldn't take space to truly be your 
crying mess that you are at this time. The reason I'm saying not to be alone is because the holidays have a way of making everything worse. Just anything you're experiencing, it's going to become tenfold because of, personally, I think it is because of George Michael, but whatever, right? Everything is going to feel very heavy. There is this performance of joy and anticipation that's going on around you that is going to, again, be in stark contrast to how you're feeling. However, I have noticed that there is an element of contagion, that when people are authentically, truly excited about Christmas, I liked being around them because they made it really wonderful. And I've had a few single Christmases, I've had a few surprising single Christmases, where I didn't know that something was going to happen, didn't even have to be a breakup. Maybe it could have been some other bad news that I received. But being around people who loved Christmas, who wanted me there for their celebration, was like tonic for my soul. So if you have friends that you think you might be able to spend time with, go. Travel there, get on a train, maybe not a plane because we're trying to watch the climate, but if that's what it takes, get to your friends. Get into a circle, a community of love. Because if there is anything good about Christmas, says this Grinch over here, it must be that we remember who we love and whom we're grateful for. And whatever it is, whether the breakup is really fresh or it's been a few days, it'll have been a few weeks, those holiday anthems and everything going on around you aren't going to help. And that's why being with those whom you love and whom you might have neglected a little bit because you're in a family situation or you're in a relationship and maybe your friends have become a little bit of an auxiliary network, it's time to reactivate it now. Even more so, I want to say, And because clarity is so important for us in this stage sometimes, everything I've said above applies even more to New Year's Eve, which, let's face it, is only a week after Christmas, again, where I'm living. But if this is February for you and you're of Chinese descent or Chinese tradition and you're celebrating New Year's then, whatever it is, New Year has a strong symbolic meaning. Even for those of us who aren't particularly spiritual or who aren't very sentimental, who don't get all mushy on the holidays, even they somehow have this inward switch that the new year will bring in energy that the old year could no longer deliver. And even though I don't love the holidays, I do like to give myself an opportunity to look back, but more importantly, to look forward when New Year's Eve rolls around. So this is a time where you can really open up your journal, look at those older life plans you might have had, maybe talk to the kids if they're older, but really use this as an opportunity to reinvent. And I'm not saying you're going to be new you on the 1st of January or whenever your New Year's is and old you is left behind. In fact, I have an older episode on the illusions about New Year's if you want to go back to that. But it is about creating and manifesting a new you, a new life, new relationships, new perspectives. This is your time. Even if none of this seems viable because you're so heartbroken or frozen in shock that you don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do next, and now this podcast lady's coming and be like, yo, make a list. I do realize that's not going to take away from the heartache. It isn't. It's so, so hard. But you got to give yourself a fighting chance. Give yourself a chance to at least dare to write down, even if it's just one line, maybe it's three, what it is you would really love. It could very well be that you say, I want my partner back, (laughs) or I want them to move out, they're getting on my nerves, whatever it is. But give yourself a chance 
to look through a window that presents itself with a completely different vista, a completely different landscape even. And that's what New Year's is all about, especially when big, what we for the moment perceive as bad news, has made its way into our lives. What is it that you want? Is it clarity? Is it a clean break? Do you want a new place to live? Is there a country that you always wanted to live in, but because you were in this relationship, you didn't even try? So really look at what are all the possibilities. And if you don't see any right now, don't worry about it. Come back to your journal later. And lastly, and this is probably the most important one. I could probably have so many episodes about breakups, what with having become an accidental breakup coach. Lastly, have no expectations of how this should go, of what the right thing to do is. Don't even have expectations how your spouse, the person who's breaking up with you or whom you are breaking up with, is going to handle the situation. And know that everything is going to get amplified because this is the holiday season. And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in knowing that that is just one of the harder times to break up. I feel like breaking up in May, when all the flowers are blossoming and the trees are developing their leaves again, somehow that feels a whole lot easier to me than between Christmas and New Year's or on a special holiday of your culture. So know that a lot of what is happening right now is becoming exacerbated due to the season. Tis the season for breakups in some ways. And it makes them so much harder because the global situation is a completely different one from the rest of the year. And so to really be gentle with yourself, to respect whatever boundaries there are that you need right now, even with children, especially with parents, even more especially with parents-in-law, whatever boundaries you need, whatever it is you need to take care of yourself right now, do that. Against probably very difficult odds, do that. And lastly, I mentioned I'm a budding breakup coach, if you will. I've become a little bit more specialized in how to leave a relationship, how to leave a toxic relationship. So whatever kind of leaving it is that is happening, you're being left, you're leaving. If you are going through a breakup or you want to break up, but you don't know how or when to do it, just drop me a line. Just go to thebreakupcall.com and there's like a little box there that you can click where we can have a first conversation that doesn't need to be a proper session. We're just going to talk about whether or not I might be able to help you. It's completely free. And maybe it's an opportunity, a tool for you to help yourself. In that spirit, we're not quite there yet, but I wish you a lovely holiday season. If you are in Europe, I think there's a couple of countries that celebrate Advent, which is the four weeks running up to the holidays, if you celebrate Christmas, that is. So whichever it is you celebrate or don't, I wish you a lovely time in this season. Until then, sending love.